0: with Vershawn Jackson on 937 the ticket
1: in the ticketfm.com That's right it's the captain on the ticket 93.7 I'm talking with Tyrone Hughes one of the best return specialists that ever put the pass on that Nebraska New Orleans Saint Hall of Famer T. Hughes. T. Developing a kid, how important?
0: It's very important. I mean, and you see it on the college level. I mean, you look at you look at um, like I said, take LSU for instance. We used to always everybody talked about LSU beat, but prior to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and them getting there, which Joe Burrow came in developed. Let me say that first of all, he came in developed. But prior to that. You know, a lot of those kids weren't really the – uh, LSU has always had the talent, and they've always gotten drafted to go to NFL. But then you see as far as the skill set that those kids have, what did you actually learn other than just being an athlete coming into, coming into LSU and then leaving out? Or you look at guys, even at whether it's Nebraska or a lot of these colleges, they're top coming out of high school. They're highly rated in college, but they really haven't learned or have been prepared to put – uh, play for the, in the NFL. And then you also have, when you look at Nebraska, Nebraska's problem is, and it's kind of a catch 22, is that you need four and five star players, especially in the big 10 to compete against Northwestern, the, the Ohio States, Wisconsin, and all these other, other schools, but you're not going to get those guys because you're not winning. So how do you do that? You have to develop those two, three and maybe oh, four star that you have and develop them into four and five stars but the only way to develop them into four or five stars, you have to have the coaches that have the knowledge to do that. Mm. You know, and the one thing I say about coaching in football, coaching is basically on-the-job training. You know, everybody want to look at a lot of these young kids, but I would rather have a 40-, 45-, 50-year-old coach coaching as opposed to a 20- or 30-year-old. Why? Because that 40- or 50-year-old 55, 55, 50 coach is going to have more game situational understanding to develop that kid because not just physically but mentally mm. you know you can only coach what you know or what you have learned and then it's who did you learn it from
1: mm.
0: so okay. if i if, if i'm if i if i'm 50 if i'm 50 years old and i could tell a kid you know about route recognition quarterback steps how to you know reading the quarterback shoulder instead of his eyes a 20 or 30 year old ain't gonna be able to do that because he's never seen it he doesn't understand it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's what I mean by, you know, you can't give a kid knowledge when you're learning with that kid. you coaching a kid, but you you going off to these camps and these clinics trying to learn these drills or whatever to bring back to this kid to teach him. That's you learning. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by being able to develop to develop a lot of these kids. These coaches are getting them in, but there's nobody to actually teach them.
1: Yeah, they're coming in. They're coming in already. I always say that. I've been saying that for a long time around here. There should not be a guy. Now, are there one, and there are exceptions to the rule, the Mickey Josephs, the Tyrone Hughes, the Lawrence Phillips, all these guys, Tommy Frazier. Yes, but those are one-offs. Those aren't – the. that's not the norm. The norm is a guy come in, you have to work on scout team you have to work and get better, get tougher, get wiser, understand the game, understand how fast it is and understand what you're doing. And then you start playing. By the time you're a senior, your knowledge of the game is phenomenal because you went through everything that you went through. But these exactly.
0: guys Exactly. And that, well, all that is is, it, is called experience. Mhm. That's basically that's basically what's happening. It's called experience. That's how you learn on any other and the longer you're there, the more you're gonna learn. When you look
1: at when you look at Nebraska football being that, you know, I mean we all gone from it, but but that's that's who we are. Nebraska football is who we are. We bleed Husker Red. What what do you see and just what do you see?
0: i see, seen and I've heard he's made some changes, but I think one of the biggest problems we've had, I, I like when Bo Pelini was there, but we've gone through too many coaches because, first of all, it starts at the top, meaning the administration at, at, at on any level, whether it's the NFL with general managers or uh high school, I mean college level athletic directors or, or the board members or on high school athletic directors and the principals. It's how much knowledge do you have, of the Of the game, not of administration, but how much athletic knowledge do you have of the game to hire this coach, because most of the coaches that get hired, you know they go through a system of um a research, some researchers go out and say, "Oh well, this coach is pretty good, or this coach is pretty good, but the main the way most of the coaches get hired is, okay, well, Nick Saban called and said, gave a reference for this particular coach, or Bill Belichick called and gave a reference for this coach. So now that coach, we don't know who to really pick. You know, the research people gave us this, you know, so we, we think they're pretty good um, coaches, but we really don't know, but yet, okay, well, when Nick Saban calls or Bill Belichick calls, okay, this is who we're going to hire because he had the best reference. Because, again, administrative people really don't know. And that's one of the things that I really appreciated about Nebraska hiring Trev. It was either Trev, what we said we wanted was Trev or either Ed Stewart. Mm -hmm. A guy who, and I think that's where most athletic directors need to come from, somebody who's actually played a sport or played a sport in college. Not a business side because an athletic director's job really and truly is to hire the coaches and raise money. Mm -hmm. Where if you had a Nebraska who would you rather come to Ray, Come to ask you for money? A former Nebraska Cornhusker or somebody you don't know? But yet the alumni, they're going to donate money anyway. So it really doesn't matter because who that person is, he just need, cause he just he's not the one that's going to get the money. The people are paying the money because they went to that school. Mm-hmm. But it's more important to have that one guy, you know, that, that Trev Alvis, who, okay, we can relate to Trev. Because he played here. He, he, you know, he knows what the culture is. He understands what it takes to hire a coach on the athletic level, not just the administration.
1: Has it been tough to watch, though? Has it been a tough deal to watch? Or you still watch? I mean, I'm, I'm asking because I, just, I know the answer, but I still want to ask. Is it, is it a tough watch
0: for you, too? Well, it's a very tough, tough watch, but I hardly have watched Nebraska. I, I watch certain games of Nebraska, but I don't follow like a lot of guys in our Husker group. They get pissed off (laughs) by a lot of stuff they see. And that's why I don't watch because I don't want to be one of those guys. You know, I mean, they they, they take it personal. And so they got to have an understanding. And I think one of the problems that Scott had was him bringing that coaching staff with him. I think Scott is a great coach. You know, but the problem was he. I think he was too loyal to the coaches that he had at what was it UCF, USC, yeah, whatever it was.
1: Yeah, UCF.
0: They weren't prepared. I don't think they were. He was, but I don't think they were prepared to understand the level uh, that they were coming into and how they and the kids that they needed to deal with or to have and be able to develop those kids into what they needed to be.
1: Yeah, they, they, they weren't equipped with enough tech, mental techniques. You know, we we were technique wizards. That's that that was a staple at the University of Nebraska. Technique, whether that was cut blocking, stock blocking, uh, 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 double teaming, whatever, it, that was something that we learned how to be technique wizards. And then you mix that with talent, man, you got an explosive player.
0: You got an explosive player, but then again, not only just the technique. Again, coming with the mental aspect. How do I teach this guy to understand? Hey, it's third and ten. I don't need to be playing press man, in mm. the corner. I can just sit back and let the court, let it come to me. How do I te- how do I teach a corner? you know, hey, read the quarterback steps because that's going to tell you what the receiver is going to do because everybody, every coach is going to tell you, hey, well, don't look at the, don't look at the quarterback. Look at the receiver. Watch him. Why? The quarterback is going to tell me what, he, what route he's running according to his shoulders. But if I don't know that, I can't teach that. If I see a catch and throw from the quarterback, I know that the only route that receiver is going to run is either a hitch or a slant or a bubble. On that outside if I see him take a three-step drop the only route he's running is a curl or a go route on the outside so I already as a coach I have to be able to teach my corners to understand that in different situations if I'm impressed man and we blitzing I need to know can they pick up the blitz from my side if they can't then I know I could I could jump the first move he makes if they can then I got to play it a little softer but if I know this as a coach I don't know that I can't teach it mm.
1: Tell you what, T, we gonna we're gonna we gonna go to break there, but when we get back, you was the first player in 26 years at Nebraska to play offense, defense, special teams. So when we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Which one, which part of that aspect is your favorite? Which one's your least favorite? More with Tyrone Hughes, the ticket, 93.7, the captain. <laughs>